Hello, hello there, my beautiful sexy friends. Welcome back to the podcast. So what you're about to listen to is part two of me and Ryan Moga's conversation. So the first part, part one, was about gun control and the Second Amendment and all that. And the second part, which you're about to listen to, is about, if I remember correctly, it was Disney movies, childhood memories, and the iCarly sequel or reboot, whatever they're calling it these days. They're calling it both. So one of the reasons why we decided to split this into two is because um, first part, the first part of our conversation that we had about guns had one tone, and now the episode that you're about to listen to just had a completely different tone. It didn't feel right putting this into one episode. So this is a first-timer for me, splitting one episode into two, and I'm probably going to continue to do this to keep episodes um, just under an hour or above. I'm going to try to keep it under 90 minutes for the rest of my remaining episodes that I put out for you guys because I've gotten a lot of comments from several people asking to keep it under an hour. And there's no promises there, but I will keep it under 90 minutes for you guys at all times. I'll just split it into two episodes or three if I have to, regardless of how many. But for now on, I'm going to try to keep all of these episodes just like around the hour mark. So yeah, enjoy um, me and Ryan's conversation, part two. So we just watched a trailer for G-Force, a mm. 2009 movie with uh, guinea pigs that are, what, special agents that work for the FBI. Yes, you got it spot on. God awful. That movie was trash. Yeah. I mean, they played it on Cartoon Network. My surprise was that it was a Disney movie. Well, if it was on Cartoon Network, it shouldn't be. On Disney. Right? Yeah. Or it shouldn't be made or by on Disney. Cartoon Network. Yeah, I don't know. My whole childhood was a lie. I really hate animated movies. Well, no, movies that have, like, animated characters. Well, no, they aren't animated. Yeah, Yeah, CGI characters. Like, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Those, all those movies can go fuck themselves. Was was Alvin and the Chipmunks before? It had to have been, yeah. I don't know. It was definitely around the same time, because G-Force came out in 2009. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the first Alvin and the Chipmunks was, like, 2010 or some shit. Well, I don't know what what Hollywood's obsession was with uh, furry rodents and you know, doing human things. I don't know how you even come up with that, with, with a movie that just asinine. Yeah, it's... Uh, we really had it bad back then. We really did. We really did. But we also had really great movies. You know, Finding Nemo came out in 2004? 2003? 2004? Then you got Up, and, you know, that's basically just the TikTok theme now is... Wow, no, no, no the really like deep piano and you're like oh i want to cry now yeah that that song always gets me i think it's uh same here there's this really motivational tiktok and it's just basically all from um disney clips should i pull it up i kind of want to now shoot go for it yeah i'm gonna pull it up Okay, it only took me a century to find it, but we got it. Jamie found it. It's okay. <laughs> no, Jamie didn't find it. It was me. Look, Nick, bad things happen, and you can't do anything about it. Pretty sure that was just... Okay, there we go. Okay, I'm going to blame that on Jamie. That's Jamie's fault. Uh, come on, Jamie. Wrong! When the world turns its back up. All right. All right, let me start from the beginning. Look, Nick. who you are it is the rest of your story 
Golly. <sighs> I need to rewatch Lion King. Dude, I did a... Well, I didn't do a podcast episode on it, but I brought up a clip. Because it's the one where um, Simba claims Pride Rock and the monkey Rafiki's like, It is time. No. And Hans Zimmer just does this beautiful score where it's like... And I'm like, oh my god. And that's why I rewatched it, actually. But... I mean, tell me now that was like a really inspiring TikTok and that's all from, you know, Disney. They're, they're all animated too. I mean, there was Kung Fu Panda in there and that's DreamWorks, I but do you? Yes. It's just like, like up where you have like some comedic parts where you're like, I can appreciate that. And then such deep emotions. I, I really hope up isn't considered a comedy because it, it has comedy in it, but it is just a self-redeeming Maybe not self-redeeming, but it's just a beautiful story. And it's so sad. And, oh my... You know what's sad is when that actual piano plays, when he opens up the adventure book, and his his dead wife already filled up the pictures mm-hmm. in the pianos. And, dude, it's just making me, like, goose up right now. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, the, the, the married life theme. Oh my... It is so it. sad. And... Yeah, it came a complete surprise to him where he opens up the adventure book. He's like, all right, I made it here, so now I'm going to start my adventure book. But fucking come surprise is that his dead wife already put thousands of pictures in there from over the years. And then like, and, and then, then at the end, it's like, thank you for all the adventures. Now go make your own. And I'm like, god damn. Dude, Disney knows how to fucking jerk your tears. You know what movie I cried for? Hmm. Inside Out. Which is just, actually, I, I cried twice. I cried twice because it was just so sad. Remember, have, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, thank God. So I can talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Because it, it, w- it wouldn't be the same if you haven't seen it, oh, right? Yeah. So when they are in like the pit where memories are for, forgotten, do you, mm-hmm. do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's where it, it, her it, imaginary friend goes. Like... Yeah, yeah. There's like certain... The way this movie is, is a memory is created by this... Well, it's contained in this spherical orb, right? And when you forget them, they go down to this deep forgotten place, and that's how you forget memories, I guess. But they're all dull at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're usually, like, really vibrant and with colors, and then when they get down to that deep place, like, they they get all, like, black and white, and that's Mm -hmm. basically how you forget memories is what the movie depicts it to be, right? Mm -hmm. And um, what's her name? Joy, right? Is, Is her name Joy? the happy emotion yeah yes yes. yeah yeah joy and bing bong who is riley's imaginary friend they get stuck down there and um it's just so sad because they 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 try to get up on this wagon that has like magical powers or whatever and they try to get up to this cliff and they try three times they can't get it right and then bing bong's already like fading away because riley's starting to forget her and so what Bing Bong does is that he pushes the wagon up to where um, they they make it on top of the cliff and they, you know, they get out of the land of the forgotten. But Bing Bong's still down there and he's like just fading away as he's uh, waving goodbye to Joy. Yeah. And I about fucking cried. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, because Bing Bong is like, you know, Riley's favorite imagination friend ever. And he's just this really cute fucking character. And he's so, like, fluffy and funny. And then he sacrifices himself to save Joy. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. See, now, here's a question. Was that the, a bigger sacrifice than Tony Stark's sacrifice in Endgame? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just, um, just make I don't know. No, no, no. You answered it. That was it. Well, I don't know about other people, though. Because some people cried during Tony Stark's sacrifice, and I'm over here like, are you fucking serious? Oh. Like, it was sad, but I was not even close to coming to crying. It's this time to go. Yeah, yeah I was like, you know, it's funny, they made a meme about it where, you know, Tony dies, and it's that, did you ever have, like, that Dell laptop in school where you shut it off and it makes that dun out noise? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they, they put that over when Tony oh died, and it was hilarious. That was more sad when Chris Evans left. At the very end, like that was emotional because I don't know, like it goes back to like the up relationship where he goes back to you know see Peggy and stuff. And you're like, oh, exactly, man. yeah, that was probably more emotional for me than yeah. when Tony died. I'm not saying like that didn't have a huge emotional arc for me, but not even close did yeah. I come to crying with that. And I remember I watched in the theaters and everyone's crying like, <laughs> and I'm like, 
okay, am I like just dead. yeah? Am I dead? Am I depressed because I'm not crying over this, or is everyone overreacting? Yeah. And I don't know. So it's different for everyone. I don't know how to feel about that, but when Bing Bong sacrificed himself, I fucking cried. And then I cried again when you know Riley comes home and she's just crying and you just have that deep fucking piano playing and it's when sadness like uses all our core memories and it projects up on the memory board so Riley's just going through all these like core memories from her childhood and I kind of did the same thing and I was like Jesus Christ and I bro I fucking bawled my eyes out I was so it was so sad it, it was probably the fucking piano that did it for me because it just had this deep piano. I, yeah, I love the piano. It evokes so much emotion. I've always wanted to learn how to play it too. I bought a keyboard for Christmas because I want to I want to learn to play piano so yes. fucking bad. And I figured if I got it, I was going to teach myself to learn. And I tried, man. Didn't try for long, but I tried. You, I tried for an two- attempt. I... I'm just that person that's going to need someone to teach me. I tried learning mm-hmm. off of YouTube and WikiHow. And all, well, not WikiHow, but mainly just YouTube. I was like, you know what? I, I'm a smart guy. I can I, I pick things up quickly. So I was like, you know what? I think I can teach myself. And lo and behold, I was wrong. I, I knew it was going to be like a 50-50 chance. Like I'm either going to get this and it's going to be awesome or I'm just going to put away and never see it again and you know what second option is what we're at right now well did you did you know prior how to like read music or huh read music no like, dude i don't even, i don't know how to yeah, do any of that, that shit <laughs> that's the challenge is not you know you can't really start with piano it's learning how to read music and it's just learning how to know the learning the notes on the yeah, piano too and you're like, like what the shit there's a lot of that harmonica is my musical weapon of choice oh really oh yeah are you serious? Are you kidding? Well, I mean, you're just blowing it. It makes sounds, and I think mm-hmm. I'm doing something. <laughs> but I'm more, right I'm more a fan of the triangle and the kazoo. Yeah, those are probably more. You know, music we used to have me. a kazoo concert, oh. like way back in elementary school, and it's just the dumbest thing. So ever. you were the it's original just, kazoo so... kid, huh? Yeah. I was, yeah. Wait, wait. Were you not? I guess I wasn't. I was oh, a shit. harmonica. Oh, oh, you never did. I that? was a harmonica homie. You <laughs> were a kazoo kid. I remember there was this, this was my first year at Westwoods Elementary and it was second grade, right? And you know how you have, we call them special classes. It was art, PE and music, mm-hmm. right? We call them specials. Mm-hmm. So during music, um, we had this fucking dumb ass concert that we had to do. And it was basically all about weeds and plants and I don't know how I can describe how terrible this was, but it was fucking awful because one, we had to dress up like one guy dresses like a big fucking corn on the cob. One guy dresses a big fucking tomato and he looked like a 600 pound obese guy. Sounds like VeggieTales. Yeah, it was basically VeggieTales, but we had, dude, it, it we sung about five fucking songs about plants and weeds. Like I remember there, this is the only one I remember. It, it was a rap song and it's like we're oh. the weeds we're cool and then like it, it's a it's a, oh. it's a whole fucking rapping thing and it, just imagine fucking second graders dressed up as goddamn plants That's terrible. like there was a sunflower there's a tomato there was a carrot there was corn on the cob and you know i've always been like this jock athletic person but i was open to doing art like and and, and other specials like that like stuff and music like you know, we had to learn how to play the recorder, right? I was mm-hmm. down with that. In art, we had to do, like, ceramics, like pottery. I was absolutely down with that. Yeah. But this fucking concert is where I drew the line. I was like, this is so gay, and I that, that's, that, that's not the right terminology. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> no, man. Man, I... Because in middle school, we went to the same middle school. I had to do... We cl- did? Yeah. You went to Drake? Yeah, I went to... Why did you mouth it? <laughs> I don't know if you want privacy or not. <laughs> you say all this stuff about privacy, and then I, oh, I can name our middle school we went to. But, uh, but yes, I was in the choir class. Did you take choir? Fuck no. They forced me. And let me tell you. I think, I think, didn't you, wasn't that a requirement? 
No, it's just because I was shafted. Because I came in late and they put me in stupid random specials. Ah, oh, that sucks. So, like, did you know that the teacher had, like, a gum jar where she'd take the gum of students who were chewing it in her class and put it in a jar? And, like, there was For just what? this big glop inquire. Because you can't, like, have you can't gum. Chew it. Yeah, and it was, like, a trophy tour. And, like, you could see oh, throughout Jesus. the year, it just progressed. The water gets to, like, a mildewy, you know, uh, yellow. And the funniest thing, uh, this all turns back to, one, I hated choir, like you said. It was mm-hmm. the lamest thing I had to do. I skipped the concert, and that was, like, the only B I got in middle school was because I skipped the concert. But... Funny enough, a little tangent here. We made this one kid. We'd said we'd pay him five dollars to drink from the gum jar, <laughs> and he did it. <laughs> but the worst part is we didn't pay him the five dollar. What? So he drank all the used gum from the gum jar, and you didn't even drink pay him? all of them. First off, I didn't make the bet. It was other people who were making the bet. I was there for the entertainment purpose. Oh my the god. The teacher wasn't even upset when she figured out and I was like, that is that is a health code violation right there. That guy should have probably died. I can't believe yes. his, I can't believe his immune system he was probably so young. Super so AIDS, yeah, yeah, so his immune system probably held up. That guy should have gone to the hospital. He was um the patient zero for COVID. <laughs> yeah, dude. Was, fuck fuck those people eating bats. It wasn't right? the bats, it was the gum jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just terrible those i was so concerned about my image in elementary school as if it fucking mattered you know it's it doesn't you're the fastest kid on the playground okay dude i there was this one year it was third grade where i got first place in every fucking event for um field day and i got all these first place ribbons i fucking hung out in my room i hated people like you (laughs) i hate myself buddy like i can fucking get in line i hate it i got participation ribbons (laughs) yeah it was well i was one of the reasons they had to get rid of you know first second and third place ribbons because one guy always got them all in class because it's elementary school there's only three classes with 30 people in it right so if you got one that was super talented or athletic i wasn't any of those things everyone in my class just wasn't better mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah i'm sure the guy who beat me in those races said the same thing that kid over there got last threw up his lunch for field day he just wasn't better oh my god what was i talking about i was talking how, about how music great or... you were oh shut oh, up i don't no. know that's not what i was talking about uh, you finished up by saying how much you hated your music class because you had to dress up well court. okay yeah okay so yeah that brings me back to my point i was the only one who didn't dress up i wore like a t-shirt and nike shorts and everyone else is dressed up like weeds and corn you on see, the cob i feel like that's and... worse oh it, it was completely worse one because my gray got knocked down which i actually cared about but I remember I threw the slip away to the concert. Like They're like, hand these slips out to your family so they can come to the concert. Remember, I threw them away. And it's not like you know parents are checking up on like, so when you need to go to this concert, right? Like that, That's not a thing. Remember, I threw it away. So my mom had no idea that I had to go to this concert. And I remember on the last day, like the, the, the day before, I was like, mom, like, uh, so there's this concert. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, and I have to go. Because you would basically get a failing grade. Which I highly doubt. I feel like that's just a thing you call bluffing in elementary school. Or maybe it was true. But. No one dared to. So embarrassing. One, to sing about fucking weeds and shit. But two, to be the only one that's wearing like Nike shorts. I mean, there's a. There's a guy next to me, and his name's Nick, and he was dressed as a fucking tomato, man. A big red tomato. And I'm just over here, and my arms are against my side. I look like a frozen popsicle singing, Yeah, where are the weeds? We're cool. <laughs> I'm surprised the teacher allowed you to go on stage not dressed up. Oh, my God. It was so sad. I never I was so concerned about my image for some unknown reason. It's not like that's when we were you know, experimenting with women or guys or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was basically what it should have been is, you know, what did I get my lunch today? Did I get my dessert? That's 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 what it should have been. Was, and I and I was definitely that guy, but there was definitely another time where no, you were I was like, my fashion matter, which is just so dumb because it didn't. That's why you won the races. I get it. I was the guy. Shut who, up. I was the guy who was worried about what was for dessert at lunch. And <laughs> you were not. 
<laughs> I remember in sixth grade, my teacher, I used to wear hats every fucking day in sixth grade because that's when I had my skater hair. And the only way to keep it under control was to wear a hat mm-hmm. or else it would just get all frizzy and it would look ugly. So I'd wear a hat every day. And there were a couple days where I forgot to take off the hat. And it wasn't like I was going to test the teacher like I know I have my hat on because I, I did that at the beginning of the school year, right? But towards the end, um, I was like, sometimes I just forgot I had it on, right? And he put it on his hat shelf and shit. And I remember it was just the most humiliating thing ever. Did he give it back to you at the end of the day? I think so. Okay. He also had a, I think he had a gum jar too. He had this weird gum jar. I don't think he did anything with it, but he literally hated gum in his class because, you know, some kids were like, they were literally like smacking their lips. And that's why he had a gum jar. Gum, gum jars need to be banned. Right? Yeah. It's just, it's not okay. I think having, I don't know, isn't there a time right now where we're getting rid of special classes like music art and pe or or maybe they're adding them i remember my little brother when he was at westwoods they added like a spanish class as specials and i'm like jesus really man i'm that young i I barely got my prereqs for that class in high school just because you know i took the bare minimum of course for those types of deal i really hate prereqs i fucking hate them because you got to spend your first two years whoops because you got to spend your first two years just taking classes for no reason Mm -hmm. but i mean obviously there's a reason behind it i mean you want to figure out what you're doing like maybe you don't know what you want to major in but there was definitely some that there was this one class at western called headwaters and it was just the worst fucking class ever it was basically an introduction class to college and you had to take it for 10 weeks it was basically just telling you so uh so you're not at home anymore you're clearly here at school and uh, we're just going to teach you, like, what college is about. And I'm like, oh, boy. And that actually doesn't sound bad the way I described it because it was ten times worse. No, because it's always, like, in a sense, patronizing to you. And it's like, I can probably learn this on my own, but you know, a lot of hand-holding. Okay, well, 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 here's why it was patronizing to me. Because I guess other headwire classes were fun where you – there was like a dodgeball class where you just played dodgeball. There was somewhere there was like a music class and you just play like the drums or something. Those were the regular headwaters. We had the hardest one in the school for some unknown reason. We had to like actually write papers on this book that we read that was actually somewhat educational, but I didn't want to do it because, you know, the rest of the classes were just having fun and we were actually having to learn. And it was just dumb, right? Yeah. So that's that's what it was oh god damn it (laughs) it was somewhat patronizing because of that reason and then the other reason is because it was actual hard labor like the first can you imagine going to college and having to build a garden we we had to build a garden mr ryan moga okay yeah so here here let me let me give you a little bit of context here so Headwaters 101, like, it's about human development and how our brain works and stuff. So the fact that we even had to build a garden was dumb. But this is when I had bronchitis. I was diagnosed with bronchitis. And I had to – and I'm allergic. Well, I'm not allergic, but my nose just gets all stuffy when I'm around, like, mulch and stuff. So that made it ten times worse. But I just had no breath in my lungs because bronchitis is, like, this long thing, right? Mm -hmm. And we had to – the high school was building this garden and I guess our headwaters class, uh, we, we volunteered before we picked this class to go build a garden. I didn't volunteer for this class. I think I just got put in it cause I didn't know I had to choose a class for this. Yeah. So we built a garden that day. We put like rails up and then we put mulch down and we, and we built some plants and we, we planted some plants and it was just God awful. That's some, um... Yeah, that's different than anything I've ever heard of someone having to take for, like, school. Right. Yeah. Pause. It was just one of those weird things about going to a small school is that you do you, you do icebreakers and you meet the teacher, which is fine. I mean, I 
that was one of the benefits about going to small schools that you got to be in communication with your teachers because what I've heard from going to a big school, I don't know, I haven't done that, is that you don't get to know your professor, you barely know the person next to you, you just show up and you take lectures or mm-hmm. notes on the lecture, right? No, oh, yeah. So since this school was really small, like we did icebreakers and this and that, so so we just had to take this class. It's basically introduction to college and you do different things. And we just happened to be planting fucking gardens and shit. And one of the only reasons why I fucking despise is because one was at 8 a.m. And I guess the rest of the headwaters classes, what they called it, was at like 2 p.m. So the fact that I even had to get up that early because my next class was until like 12 p.m. So I just had this eight-hour period of doing nothing. And also the fact that I had bronchitis and, you know, I, I told her that. She was like, oh, um, you can, like, sit out, but you can't go home. And I'm like, you, you, you're, you're kidding, right? Imagine in now, this day of age, he said something like that. Oh, like, I know, just right? With the, well, sickness well it's because we all took a van there, so it's not like I could go home anyway. No, yeah. But I was thinking, like, well, you could, no, you could get in the van and take me home, but yeah. that's okay. But it, it was just weird things like that. Yeah. Are you, are you going to Metro or are you going to CSU next year? Yeah. Yeah. So Metro, one of those schools, it feels small, but then it's also very antisocial. Like, because, you know. Is it really? Yeah, it's very antisocial. You don't really talk to that many people or meet new people unless you're, of course, you do the typical joining extracurricular. Or I'm sure if you they offered or uh, imposed courses like you said where you had to go out and like do icebreakers probably a bit more but i just saw myself really getting to class to class minding my own business as i feel a lot of people also take metro as a temporary sort of mm-hmm. school just to get to somewhere else or not even just try out college in general so i mean i didn't mind it i didn't really care as that's just how i went day to day it was pretty neutral for me Gotcha. Yeah. Well, dude, one of the things I wanted to bring up with you is iCarly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about, but it was this show, like, way back. Did, didn't it start in, like, 2008 or something? Yes. Yeah, but, so did you see they're making a sequel? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Do you plan on watching it? If I had Paramount Plus, I would give it a try. That's 1,000%. Which is weird because this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I'll say it anyway. I did not like iCarly, like the first one, not 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 the one that came out just now. Yeah, the one from thirteen years ago, whatever it is. Did you like Drake and Josh? Fucking love Drake okay. and Josh. Well, you know, Zoe Zoe one hundred and one and Drake and Josh were the oh fucking geez. They were, and then everything after that it just kind of declined, right? No, and got weirder. It definitely got weirder, but it just it wasn't that. It was the same material. Yeah. And so so let me explain. So, I mean, Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh, they had original, like, episodes. Like, all, all the episodes that they had were original ideas, right? And it was all directed by the same person, Dan Schneider, I think. And I looked up a picture of him, and I was like, oh, my God. Don't get me started on Dan Schneider. Well, no, I, we're, we're probably going to get into it oh, because there's a lot of shit behind that, too. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, it's a very terrible man. Oh my god, he's terrible. Zoe 101 was this great show that, um, you know, these these students go to PCA and they're just trying to live their life, Pacific Coast Academy. And um, Jamie Lynn Spears, the sister of Britney Spears, starred in it. And Okay. Yeah. Okay. You've seen it, right? You you know what I'm talking about? I've seen a couple. You know, I would. Oh, okay. Because I was younger, so I was always like, I'd rather watch Drake and Josh. Yeah, it was so good. And then... Then Drake and Josh comes along, and it's just so original. I love it. It's about they're not even real brothers; they're stepbrothers because yeah. their parents, you know, they already had them, and then they got married, so now they're automatically stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. They could have called it stepbrothers if they wanted to, but they called it Drake and Josh, and it was just so original and it was funny. Like I actually believed that these are two brothers, not biological. They're just trying to get along and just live through their life of high school. That was real to me. Oh yeah. And then you start getting into things like iCarly and Victorious, and then... Sam and Cat later down the road. Yeah, I never saw Sam and Cat, but I've seen videos on Facebook, because I follow a Nickelodeon page, and they'll sometimes... They'll bring up uh, clips of Sam and Cat, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
But um, here's why I didn't like iCarly. I take that back. No, I don't. But there's certain episodes that I did like. I'll give you that. But for most, I just did not like iCarly because I thought the cast, they were terrible. And I understand when you're a teenager, you're, you're probably not going to be the best actor as opposed to someone that's older like Tom Hanks, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I understand that, but they were just so bad at acting. I was not convinced that they, that, you know, Spencer, I was kind of convinced that Spencer is this artist, but I just wasn't convinced that, you know, I like Carly and Sam. They're 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 doing this web show. They're getting a lot of views, and you know, Freddie's just this cameraman, and they go through all these weird scenarios and episodes and stuff. It just the acting was overall terrible, and I hate it. But there, it came to this point where they were just recycling Dan Schneider because he produced and directed all of these shows that we've been yeah. talking about, right? It just came a point where he was just recycling episodes like over and over from, um different shows like zoe 101 and um drake and josh Mm -hmm. for instance there's this one episode where drake and josh get stranded in the car because i think it ran out of gas or maybe the engine blew up i don't know but they were going to a wedding right well when i saw um i go to japan this is an icarly episode and these two uh other web streamers just leave them out in the middle of nowhere and they have to find a way back. I was like, oh, well, this fucking looks familiar. Yeah. And then there's another episode where they get trapped. And if you – can you come up with the iCarly one for me? Because I can't what, – what episode – oh, yeah. It's when uh, they go to that lady's house named uh, Nora, who's this big iCarly fan. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, Nora has all her friends over, and the iCarly cast is there. And Nora's kind of like this nerd. She has glasses. She's really not popular. She's kind of a loser, right? Yeah. And then, you know, she has this party and all her friends come over and like, oh my God, the iCarly cast is here. And they're automatically, and Nora's like automatically like the most popular person at school, right? Yeah. So what Nora does is like, well, I'm just going to trap the iCarly cast in this booth because, you know, her, her thinking is, which is just so dumb. It's like, all right, if I trap them they, and they live here forever, I'll be a cool person in high school, which yeah. is just dumb. But it's, I was like, huh, well, the cast getting trapped in an episode, right? It's just where have we seen that one? Right, what what was the one in Drake and Josh where they get trapped? Oh, the the treehouse. The treehouse. It's oh, so iconic. I love the meme format it's, uh, too. Drake, where's the door hole? <laughs> Fucking classic, right? It is. When Zoe one and I'm sure there's an episode where Zoe one one gets stranded, like the cast of them, they get stranded or they get trapped somewhere. There's one where it's spring break and. They get trapped in the school for some reason, but I don't know. There's a little more to that episode than just being trapped, so I don't know if I'd call it that one. But you understand what I'm saying, right? Like these no, episodes yeah. are constantly just, you know, they're they're fucking recycling episodes from before. Yeah, Storylines, themes, just the cliches, the whole shebang. It's terrible. There's yeah. this one where the victorious cast gets stranded. They're they have they're driving a giant cupcake because it's supposed to be in some parade and it runs out of gas so i've heard and they get stranded i'm like jesus where have i seen this before huh no oh this looks so familiar and i'm sure there's a victorious episode where they get trapped in some came up with it it was one of the first episodes remember they go to this beach because there's like this heat wave in california and they drive in the rv and then and, and then they park in the beach parking lot and a giant rv parks right next to them so close that they can't even get out and they're trapped in the rv uh, you, you you see the picture I'm trying to no, paint, yeah. right? Where they just keep recycling episodes. This is one of the reasons why I didn't like iCarly or Victorious or anything after that because I was like, dude, Dan Schneider, you're getting fucking lazy, man. Yeah. You're just you're just recycling your material after that. And I don't know if some of it was just because I loved um, Miranda Cosgrove character and Drake and Josh, fucking Megan, man. <clears throat> Sorry, Megan, Megan. You know, Thanos is a real badass, but is she really any match for Megan? Right? <laughs> Megan was the true, t- uh, like, Loki. Yeah, like, for real. I, I loved Megan and Drake and Josh. Everyone did. And then she gets cast as this cookie-cutter white girl in iCarly, and, you know, she's this goody-two-shoes lady. I'm like, this no, this isn't right. No. But I honestly can't decide if that's some of the reason why I don't like the show. I think it is, but I still think the main reason is because the acting... Because I think the vic- uh, the casting and the acting victorious is awful too, you know. Mm-hmm. I just 
It's just gotten lazier, recycled. Yeah, dude, it's lazy. It's getting recycled, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, and you know, especially when you keep the same guy making the same show for different generations of kids. Like, I don't, I just don't know why Dan Schneider was kept for that long. I don't either. And I think, well, no, I think I do because I think Nickelodeon was holding on to this, you know, ideal that. Dan Schneider's gonna keep creating good stuff because Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh they're fucking great shows and they're original and I think Nickelodeon's like okay well if he just keeps making shows he'll do the same thing and you know he just got lazy and recycled all this shit mm-hmm. and the same thing goes with Victorious um, remember um, what's her name Victoria Justice who plays Tori in yeah. Victorious she play- She had like a cameo in iCarly where she played Shelby Marks you know which is yeah. this this fighter I was like, dude, I kind of like Victorious, Victoria Justice being this badass, you know? And then the same thing happens in Victorious, you know? She's she's cast as a lead role, and she's this cookie-cutter, perfect, like, goody-two-shoes lady that never gets in trouble. And I'm just like, I don't buy this. And I don't know if that's Dan Schneider's fault or Miranda Cosgrove and Victoria Justice's fault for not being able to act. I don't know. But you see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. It's just fucking annoying. Yeah. And I just think that that's sort of a corporate marketing and just implementation of shows through the media will unfortunately stay the same. It's just going to continue to do that because how they see it is you get a couple of years out of one generation of kids and then they're exactly. like, we can use the same thing for the next group of kids that are growing up and watching our shows. So if anything, I'd say the real true works of art that like stand the uh, test of time or like what we were talking about earlier those disney movies that you know are all over pretty much original have Mm -hmm. you know substantial storytelling and emotion evoked in it and that's why it can be you know appreciated as something greater than like a dan schneider piece of shit (laughs) yeah for real so when i saw that iCarly is getting a reboot i was like god damn it I really thought it was just for the money where they're just trying to milk us out of a couple more dollars, you mm-hmm. know, because it would make sense. It's a good business tactic, but I've seen the trailer and I hate to say, it, dude, it doesn't look bad. It, it looks bad. It looks bad. It looks bad. Evan. It, it's just because why? Here's the thing. Like you were saying, they kept recycling and like, you know, doing the same sort of tropes from the past shows or other shows at the time but like what do you think they can expand upon that makes it worth well here's the thing i'm really i'm actually sad jeanette mccurdy who plays sam Mm -hmm. puckett i'm sad she's not coming back but dude she's doing really good right now and she's kind of on our side with this conversation she hated the character she played she's like i didn't like playing sam yeah and i was like really i kind of liked how you were just this evil bitch i actually like that because Every time Miranda Cosgrove opened her mouth as Carly or Freddie, who played Nathan Cress, mm-hmm. who plays Freddie, every time they just opened their mouth, I just wanted Sam to take her fucking butter sock and just oh slap them the, in the... The dreaded butter sock. Seriously, their acting was so bad, and I thought Sam's character was probably the most relatable character because she's just mad at everyone and she hates everybody. Yeah, yeah I would too if I had to work on that set and just do this cookie-cutter acting bullshit, yeah. okay? I'm sad she's not coming back, but dude, she's doing so much better. She she's doing a podcast now, and she wants to she wants to be like producer now and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah, go her. Are you, are you gonna get her on the podcast? <sighs> you know what's funny is that <laughs> I was gonna think about DMing her because I was like, I don't think she's doing anything with acting or now. Like I think she literally just went off. She's the got deep free end. time. Yeah, yeah, she has like nine million followers, and she's doing a podcast. I still might DM her, but it's probably going to be a definite no. <laughs> you know? Shoot or shoot. She, she would be such a good guess. Because the fact that she even hated like playing Sam on the on iCarly, I, was, I, I could talk to her years about that. Uh-huh. Because I absolutely agree. I mean, it sucks having to work with all that bullshit, but... Mm-hmm. That's just how the What was the point? You asked me something. What can they expand upon? In the yes, future? thank you. Okay. Yeah. I'm also glad they're not bringing back Gibby. 
I think they mean business by not bringing back Sam or Gibby because everyone just loves the Gibby memes, and I do too. But, dude, Gibby was holding the fucking showdown. Uh, maybe not, but he probably would if he was in the sequel because he's a fucking meme now. So if you try to put him in the iCarly sequel, we would all, like, he would just hold the showdown because the only thing we'd ever want Gibby to say is, Gibby! Yeah. Right? Yeah, best to keep that in the past. And... I don't know if there's something to expand upon, but it doesn't look bad. One, because Dan Schneier's not coming back, and we'll get into that, why he's not coming back. But, so, 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 so you got a fresh set of new producers and stuff. Uh, Miranda Cosgrove and Jerry Trainer, who plays Spencer, and Nathan Krasik plays Freddy. They're, they're, they're all coming back, and it's been over 10 years so you got to think their acting is at least a little bit better and maybe it isn't i don't know but i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt like if i was an actor 11 years ago i would suspect i'd be a little bit better now so i mean they have that going for them it's also adult oriented it's not like you know rated g or pg anymore or it might be but you know yeah. yeah like you know there's i saw this trailer where spencer says damn it yeah. And I, I was low-key like, yes, Spencer, fucking yes. Yeah, there's um, there's adult themes. I think even Jerry Trainer said that there'd be like sexual relations and like drinking, all that. So it's a I, yeah. I, dude, I fucking hope so. I think yeah. that it's adult oriented. We don't have to play to a kid crowd anymore. I think there is huge benefit because it would grow with the audience. That exactly, yeah. exactly. And then it just doesn't look bad. So Nathan or Freddie is a. He, he's a stepfather now, so we know that he's done with Sam. He's not getting with Carly, so we don't have to deal with that anymore. I Carly, or Carly's dealing with iCarly taking off and being famous. I think Spencer's famous now. And I don't know. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm not saying it will be good, but if you asked me, I'd say this doesn't look bad. Yeah. Well, again, to bring it back, only good things can come from you know exile like Dan Schneider exactly yes why isn't he coming back so there's been a lot of rumors and i don't think it's been proven but i don't know the the evidence looks real um i guess allegedly dan schneider had this fucking foot fetish yep and i wouldn't doubt it because if you think and for the people that are listening if you just look back at any like episode in between iCarly, maybe not necessarily drake and the josh first episode Hmm? The first episode has it of iCarly. Yeah, it does. And we'll pull it up. Like, I'll pull up the theme song for you. Because there's literally, like... Those. Yeah, yeah, there's a picture of... faces on them. Of Miranda Cosgrove and Jeanette McCurdy just, like, wiggling their toes. And yeah. it's literally in the opening... Some For some of the re- <laughs> I low-key just want to listen to the theme song. It's actually pretty good. Oh, that's the new one. Okay. Alright, we're going to watch the theme song. Do a toe counter. A toe counter. They look so much older now. I remember trying that so much, trying to lick my elbow from this. Right there, right there, right there. (laughs) For people that are listening, like... Go look up go look up the iCarly theme song and pause right where we're at and you will see Jeanette McCurdy and iCarly they they painted uh, smiley faces on their toes and just wiggling it right in front of the camera. So I don't know how this was never proven, but all evidence points to this foot fetish thing. Right? It's like a Quentin Tarantino type deal where like you always have your obligatory foot scene or you know, shot. And, like, you notice it a lot in his yeah, shows. Yeah, and I think there's a scene in Zoe 101, I'm not sure, but I think um, Zoe and whoever Victoria Justice, because she's in that show, too, whoever her name is in that show, I think they're doing their nails together, and they're wiggling their toes just like Sam and Carly here. The fact that this is even in the opening, like, scene, the, the, the theme song. Well, you see, it's inoffensive. At first glance, but then when you see the repeated offenses and then yeah, exactly because because there's so many scenes that yeah. you and me can't even think of where there's just 
toe action and it's a whole toe scene and it's just nasty that's just why <laughs> yeah it's it is just something so our whack. hope our hopes for the new iCarly is less toes right yes that's 10 things we know so far yeah so i looked up this article on why dan schneider got fired Dude, I, I i didn't believe it at first i'm like he got fired for a foot fetish that just that just seems ridiculous oh my goodness oh dude look at that guy well, he's a he definitely looks like a guy that would have a foot fetish though <laughs> looks like a pedophile to be honest yeah yeah so schneider so this is from an article from gossipcop.com uh, oh my goodness maybe i shouldn't trust this site anymore. a whole section for the royal family right but schneider has been under a lot of cloud suspicion over treatment of some young stars of his shows among the things that have been raised that have raised eyebrows are his tweeted photos of toes of his young female stars Viewers pointed out how, how frequently his shows have plot lines focused on feet and now deleted tweet from a person saying she has, she was an extra on the Armada Amanda show claim, claim that Schneider paid her a hundred dollars to tickle her feet. Oh my God. No, this next tweet, this next tweet is terrible from the Sam and Cat show. Yeah. So this is when Sam and Cat came out. And I think it was debuting on Nickelodeon. I don't know why I say I think because, I mean, it did. So, yeah, this is a tweet from the Salmon Cat uh, Twitter page. And it says, Salmon, Salmon Cat tomorrow in all caps. And then the next sentence says, Right on the bottom of your foot, take a pic and use hashtag Salmon Cat Saturday. We will retweet it and follow until our fingers get sore. Jesus Christ. that's what, like, rappers, like, base god would do where they tell like college girls the right uh think at base god on their feet and send them to him like that's so it's just poor taste it's it's weird sexualizing Uh, why here's good riddance i don't know i want someone with a foot fetish to come on and talk with me about this because listen i'm 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 honestly not judging i'm not because we all have weird fucking fetishes or just weird shit like that why what's yours (laughs) men oh well that's not that weird mine's calculators juicy dicks okay (laughs) (laughs) no but i i know we all have that kink or drive whatever and I try to understand all people, but explain to me the foot fetish because I don't get it. Uh, I don't get what is arousing about a foot. Well, and if a foot is arousing, why isn't a hand arousing? Uh, right? Because you don't, well, my guess, guess, but just because you don't see the feet as often. Seriously. And I want to have someone on the podcast to explain it to me because I don't get it at all. And I, and I think about it from all like shapes and sizes and thoughts and stuff but I, I still come up empty i don't get what's arousing about a foot well it's i don't know it's probably know it'd probably get the explanation like it's a primitive urge or like you know they can't maybe yeah that'd be my best guess yeah for real yeah so good riddance dan yeah. schneider's gone that guy was definitely probably a fucking weirdo Thank paid a hundred dollars to tickle someone's feet yeah. good god yeah no no room for that <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. You know, I really like the iCarly theme song. When I when I heard that iCarly was coming out with the sequel, I was like, well, when are they going to get a new theme song or whatever? And of course it's the same, and I'm glad it is. Oh, it is. I really wish, like, Beyonce or someone would do a cover of it, because I think it's a really catchy song. You know, it's like, leave it all to me. It's actually a really inspiring song, too, because I listen to it, I listen to the lyrics. I used to hate the song. When I watched the show, because I hated the show too. I don't know, but if we just had someone with—I'm not saying Rena Cosgrove has a bad voice, but I don't know—it's a little too twangy or a little too high pitched for me. You well, know? she was also super young when she sang it too, so it's like. Well, I feel like if she sang it now, it'd be the same thing. Really? Maybe a little bit deeper, but I, I don't know. I've seen trailers of the iCarly show, and she almost sounds the exact same. Maybe a little more monotone. That's true. Though. Maybe she just looked young. I don't know. I don't know. Get like Taylor Swift or something to sing the song, and I will put that on my Spotify list, oh my baby. Goodness. It's it's a good song, you know. It's yeah. like, give me your best and leave the rest to me. Uh, no. 
what about I'll find a way. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. If you open up your eyes, Drake and Josh. Oh, I'll yeah. find a way. I'll find That's a way. That's from Drake Bell. If you want to like, right? Touch on that hilarious or tragic that Drake Bell is getting sent to jail. He's getting sent to jail. Yeah. Because he tried to, Ooh. yeah. So. About, for what? Something with a minor. I think it was about marijuana or like trying to sell it or buy it off because he didn't know the age of the person because it was on the internet. And then no he, shit. Yeah, he got blamed because he's always been in trouble. He's like had a couple drunk driving incident, DUIs and he, he's a mess, but you know, whatever. It's, it's usually the kids that, you know, they get famous at like 11 and they go on shows like iCarly or they star in it like Drake and Josh you know yeah. it's usually those that end up doing something wild because th- here's my guess is that they just have this huge weight on their shoulders to be like who they are in the show like I think Miley Cyrus is a great example where you know we all think she's Hannah Montana but we all know you know she's just a girl and she has a voice mm-hmm. but since she's been on this Disney show and like all these little kids love her that she has to be this perfect lady that never makes some mistakes. And those are the ones that they use again, I'm guessing. So I don't know, but if I had to take a guess, I think that's the ones that use drugs and alcohol more because they got to cope with being someone that who they aren't the immense pressure. Yeah. Oh my God. It's crazy. I wouldn't doubt like there's so many Disney stars that got famous and they just fuck shit up yeah. like Mitchell Musso. Like I think he had a couple DUIs who played, some friend in Hannah Montana. Then he also had a show with that chubby African American kid. Pair of Kings. Pair of Kings, thank you. That was a good show. Yeah. And then, you know, you got Drake Bell. I think it's tough being famous as a kid. Yeah. It's um it's definitely something that they need to take better care of and like, you know, help at least mentor have mentors in that field for those kids. Like maybe even the kids who did have a hard time and you know overcame it and learned how to cope with it should be mentoring you know, these new age of kid stars and you know that'd be nice to see because hollywood always has messed up things in it for real um demi lovato was on this podcast the other day that i listened to yeah and for her to tell her story i didn't know but i think she was like a coke addict or something yeah and all of this and i'm like that's just so sad man yeah, it's like you said, it's definitely just a sad trend of them coping with drugs and alcohol. Right? right, because everyone, especially kids that are 11 and 12, like, they, I don't think they realize that these actors who are putting on a show, such as Drake and Josh or Demi Lovato, they are actual people. They're not the people that they play in the show who are these perfect, like, cookie cutter people, right? No, like, they're just playing a role because they are actors. They have their problems and this and that. But I think somewhere along the line, society just expected them to be, to play the actual, to be the actual role that they play. Yeah. Yeah, the last I heard about Drake is, like, him and Josh Peck are not friends. I guess Drake wasn't invited to Josh's wedding or something. That was, like, the last I heard, and I think that was, like, years ago. (laughs) <laughs> it was, yeah, it's all just because of those recent behaviors and, you know, issues with the law. It's, they went their separate ways. Right. Mm. That's going to sound really good for the viewers oh, right yeah. there. Sorry, I was, you know, Evan showed a little bit of his pack and can't control myself. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's really irritating about the gym lately is... I. All my gains go to my upper body, I swear. I know that just sounds dumb, but I'm telling you, the most muscle I've gained is definitely my upper body, such as my pecs, my shoulders, maybe not necessarily my biceps, but definitely my triceps. And then my legs are just suffering. Like My um, quads and stuff, they've definitely gotten bigger, but I'm only talking about my calves. And I know we talk about this all the time because I have chicken legs, man. I have chicken calves. Not necessarily like hamstrings and quads Mm -hmm. but definitely calves yeah and i'm telling you there's something about it that's genetic because i mean i never skip leg day i've been doing leg day for as long as i can and i'm and again i'll tell you i mainly see progress in the hamstrings but sometimes i do five sets of 15 like calf raises 
sometimes I'll do five sets of 10 and then I'll do like three different calf workouts and they're all like five sets of 10 mm-hmm. and I still don't see anything and it's just ridiculous. But of course, of course my pecs are going to grow and then this and that, right? You got to stop flexing your pecs when you're doing your calf workouts, Evan. That's why. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, is that it? I don't know how you divert that energy from a calf workout into your pecs, but you know, I see it and I, it's um, surprising to say the least. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'd love to have. I'd love to have bigger packs. Who wouldn't? I would love to have bigger calves, man. That's what I've been trying to do for the past two years is imagine if the greatest component on my body wasn't my pecs. And for everyone that's listening, if you've ever seen me, I have some giant tits and they're definitely probably the most noticeable thing on my body. But Jokes. imagine if I just had these giant fucking calves that had the veins going through them. That's that's what I've been trying to do is honestly dilute my attention down to my legs instead of my pecs because, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I give up my pecs, but if I had to take a choice of having bigger pecs or bigger calves, I'd choose bigger calves. Oh, yeah, strong foundation. Just like a house, you got to have a strong foundation. I don't know what it is, man. I it's It's got to be genetics. Yeah, well, it usually is. And it's just bullshit because, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're definitely skipping leg day. And I was like, you wish, buddy. Yeah. I just, no, my, my calves just don't grow. My my quads grow, absolutely. They're not looking bad. But my calves, they can go to hell. They don't grow. Well, here's the thing. If we start working out together, we're going to get those calves. We should, man. Like, yeah. You need to tell me because I know, do you mainly work from like six to like five or whatever? six to three to four yeah and then i recently i need to try and go right after work so it'd be around four most days i would start my workouts four to six i know you have work some days that are like starts later right yeah i usually um i usually work from if i'm working at papa john's i'll tell you right now i i I can tell you my schedule because it's the same every time it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Actually, I'm a private person. I shouldn't say this, right, Mr. Ryan Mogan? Yeah, you should have. I'm trying to get your information and sell it. Well, dude, what if there's a cute guy out there who just wants my autograph? Okay, then this is how they get it because that's how I'm going to use it. Ooh, (laughs) fuck yeah. Maybe Lito's listening and he just just wants to see my pecs. I'm scared. Of what? Maybe Dan Schneider's listening in. He's got nothing better to do now. <laughs> Yo, for real. He just definitely looks like a pedophile. No, I hate to say is. it. You know, because there's some people out there that just have this wretching, resting bitch face. You're like, oh my god, this yeah, guy so or girl's a bitch, and pedophile. it ends, ends up being like the nicest, most gentle person ever. Yeah, I. I uh, here's the thing. Would you take a hundred bucks to tickle your feet? What? For Dan Snyder, like the article said, he'd pay you a hundred dollars to tickle your own feet. You know, I am a cheap guy. I do. I, I try to save as much money as possible. I mean, I try to push for a little more, but I take it. Oh, would you? Yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't. You That's wouldn't? weird. No. Especially knowing he has a foot fetish and it's Dan Schneider and he just looks like a pedophile. Hell no. Okay. You would have to get into probably the thousands. Okay. Um, okay, let's be realistic. And this was an actual scenario because I want to... Because I'm not going to throw out some dramatic number and be like, you'd have to pay me a million dollars to tickle my feet. That's just that's just not realistic because there's a moment or a number that we would cap out at. And what that number would be, I don't know. Because even 500 bucks would be like, well, it's just... Okay, we have to think about how long how, how long does he have to tickle my feet? I'd say a minute would be fair. A minute? 30 okay. seconds to a minute. That's not that long, but when it's such a weird act like that. <sighs> See, in the act, does it feel faster or slower? Does time slow down when that's happening? Time would definitely slow down, and I say this all the time. If you ever want to slow down, start doing some planks, buddy. Yeah. Because I, whenever I have ab day and I have to plank for like a minute and 30 seconds, it's the longest minute and 30 seconds of my life and in the gym, you, okay? You do ab day? Oh, wow. Yeah, I do. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't show for it, but sure. Um, yeah. So I feel like if Dan Schneider had to tickle my feet for thirty seconds to a minute, that would be the longest fucking minute of my life. And I don't know why, but I would not cap out a hundred bucks, mainly because that's something that I'd probably make in two nights. That's so fair. I'd be like, well, 
Do I take this $100 now or work for two nights? Since it's such a weird act, yeah, I, I, I'd rather work. Okay, that's fair. $500, though, I would start considering, but I don't know. I would okay no. I think my starting price would be a thousand dollars, but I would try to like get as much money out of this creep as possible. Oh, yeah. So relatively, I'd ask for five grand. Okay. And depending on how compliant he is, I'll probably be all right. If he's really compliant, I'll be like all right, bitch, ten grand now. You know. A hundred's fair for me. It's so funny because I'm a dude. I'm a cheap guy. It's just, I've always been a cheap guy because, you know, money has just always been a factor in our family. Unfortunately, a big one. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I, I, I'm a cheap motherfucker, unfortunately. So, you know, I always am the first to act on dumb shit like that and be like, fuck yeah, give me a hundred bucks. But <laughs> just, just not in that sense, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. My main thing would be just to use it against him. After right. Because he's... Well, I mean... Like this Amanda show girl. Right. Did she, it didn't say if she took it or not. It didn't. I wonder if she did. It's just weird. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe Dan Schneider worked his way in. Like maybe maybe he really like smooth talked the girl for a second and then and, and then at the end he struck he's like, So your your toes look really pretty tonight, Denise. I just can 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 you bring your feet closer, babe? Like I I, I just I love the nail polish you have. Like, oh my god, that that fucking bright pink is beautiful. Can you bring your feet closer? And then he asked the question, "Can I tickle your feet?" <laughs> put, your, put your toes on the phone. Oh yeah, fucking put your toes on the. Oh fuck yeah. This is now an ASMR <laughs> podcast, a Dan Schneider impersonation ASMR podcast. <laughs> Well, here, let me let me hit you with this scenario because this is one that me and Jake, I don't know if we answered it on I don't know if we've answered it at all. But for some reason I think we didn't answer this on the first podcast. Would you rather blow one dude for 50 grand or would you rather every time you blow a dude you get 5 grand? Wait, so you blow um, so so you blow a dude one time uh-huh. for $50,000 okay. or the other scenario, every dude that you do blow, you get five grand. So basically, you'd have to blow ten people, ten guys, just to get that fifty grand. But there's no limit on how many guys you can blow. So if you want a fucking million dollars, you have to suck a lot of dicks. But it's a million dollars. Or you know, just blow a dude once, you get fifty grand, and that's all. Well, here's the question: Who knows about it? <sighs> That's a good question. Should we keep this private? Private? <laughs> should it be private in this non-private world, Ryan Moga? Uh, I always believe it should be private when touching. Okay. Or... All right. So let's say it is private. The only people that know is the guy that you blow or the guys. And plural. The, and the Lord. <laughs> and the Lord. The, the Lord is watching. Oh, that's a lot of disappointment. <laughs> oh, dude, you're telling me. I would not. Would you? I told you I'm a cheap guy, dude, and I'm five grand just to blow a dude, and I I, I guarantee you it would rack up. You're taking that one, not the fifty one. But you get. (laughs) This is basically. Wow. This is basically just being a fucking stripper. Yeah, or just a male porn star at that point. That's probably how much they're paid. There's no cap on how much you could earn, and. Okay, are morals involved or not? They should always be involved, uh, Evan. Well, Why? This, if does it change? This is a they're... fake scenario, okay, asshole. So then, I don't yeah, know. They are involved if they're just a okay. Fake if because I'm a I'm like a religious guy. So mm-hmm. if this was a real situation, I would obviously choose the fifty grand. Like I just had to blow do once to get fifty grand. Uh-huh. But if there were no morals involved, like let's say I was an atheist and you know I just have no self respect for myself, I would choose one dude five grand because there's no limit on how much money I could earn. Uh-huh. So yeah, in an alternate universe where I would be an atheist, sure. But if we're talking about morals here, then yeah, I would choose just the fifty grand. You see this it's all under the notion that you have just unlimited amount of men that like you blowing them. 
I don't know. So that's a. I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of hot. Okay. Well, and yeah. I have a. I have a luscious mouth. Okay. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not denying that. And so if I'm. You ki- I'm that's... kidding. He's not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> but to yeah, I. <sighs> this podcast really took a turn, it, by it, the it way. Did. So we were talking about something serious, and now we're onto this. Jesus. It's, it's dude, I Carly, Dan Schneider, damn you. Man, that son of a bitch. All right. Yeah, dude, are you ready to wrap this up? Yep, let's do it. All righty, dude. Well, thank you for talking to me, Mr. Ryan Moga. Thank you for having me on. It's been a blast. <laughs> yeah, so after we're done with this podcast, you and me aren't done. Wink, wink. Just oh, kidding. Okay. No, but no, we actually right, aren't right. done because you needed to tell me your schedule because I actually do want to work out. Yes, you. I'd love to. Maybe we can do an on-site recording when we work out. <laughs> you can hear our grunts. <laughs> and maybe it'll leak out a little bit that uh, Evan does like feet. We'll see. Um, besides that i agree we'll exchange workout uh, schedules heck yeah well sweet mr ryan moga thank you for talking with me thank you Alrighty. goodbye everybody good night thank you for listening to another episode of under the sun if you enjoyed today's episode subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to help spread the word You can also follow Evan for more cool content on Instagram at evan.dixon.22. Until then, we'll see you under the sun. Peace!